Who knows what a jump scare is? Yeah, a few people here know what a jump scare is. What's a jump scare, Esther? Okay, yes. Um, a jump scare is when someone surprises you. You often see it in like horror movies, and that, and then they turn around and suddenly, <gasps> you know, that's the kind of jump scare. And Alfred was trying to give the girls a bit of a jump scare. Were you girls a bit jump scared this morning when Alfred shouted greetings at you? Yeah. Yes, a little bit. They were pretty scared. <coughs> Alfred, you can be pretty scary. <laughs> so I was going to show you um, an example of a jump scare, but I didn't think it was a kind way to treat people on Easter Day. Because I wonder whether the resurrection was a bit of a jump scare moment for some of those involved. So imagine the soldier. You're just going along with your life, and the task was to go and you have to um, guard a tomb where there was meant to be a dead body. Well... Suddenly an angel appears. Surprise! The guards faint. They can't believe it. Caleb and Ollie did a brilliant job of lying there dead on the ground. But it was only a faint because you could see them moving slowly back to their seats. So we were okay. But, you know, there's something a bit strange, isn't there? Um, uh, It was a bit of a shocker to the guards. The guards were certain, you know, they were just doing their job. They weren't expecting anything miraculous to happen. You can imagine them chatting to one another, can't you? Guard the grave, they say. We're not paid enough with all this funny business. Earthquakes, brightly coloured angels, miracles, dead bodies. You know, dead bodies leaving the tomb on foot. That was a scary day, no mistake. Totally shocking, the guards might have said. But the angel tells them, do not be afraid. Now, I don't know if you remember, but during the nativity... Uh, or just before Jesus was, um, when, when um, the angel tells Mary she's expecting a baby, and he says, do not be afraid. You know, we've got angels telling us, do not be afraid. But angels are pretty scary. Ravi, obviously, is not very scary. But angels can be scary. They, you can't, it's something that you can't understand. You can't um, think of what it might be like. So think about it from the women's perspective. The women come... And they're coming to look at Jesus' body and they're coming to treat Jesus' body. But they see an empty tomb and an angel. And they're amazed and they quickly run away. If you, imagine what the women might have said. We came to treat a body, Jesus' body. He said he would rise and he did. But the angel and the earthquake, well, they were frightening. And the fainting guards, what if we'd killed them? We had to get out of there. So jump scare number two, suddenly Jesus is there and he says, greetings. I've always wondered what kind of greeting that was. In the nativity, again, Mary sees the angel and he says in Greek, Zyro. Have I said that right? Is it Zyro? Cairo. Thank you, my Greek specialist over there. Which it means greetings. It means hail, you know, um, God's speed. Some translate it as rejoice. So Jesus says, greetings. Or rejoice. It's the same word he says, you know, when um, that the angel says to Mary, that Jesus says when he greets the ladies. And it feels like a strange circle of events. Now, in the strangest films, there's the part with the scary scene, and there's something little happens that kind of earths you. You know, you first, the woman sees an angel, and then the angel tells them not to be afraid. And then Jesus wishes them greetings. What on earth does that mean? You're dead, Jesus, but you're not. 
everything was ruined, but it's not. Jesus, this is a game changer. You're the same, but you're not. But Jesus doesn't really give them time to speculate. He just tells them what to do. Because that's what you do with someone who is shocked, isn't it? You give them a very clear instruction. You know, if you see someone who's shocked, you say, would you like a cup of tea? Or let's just sit down. And Jesus tells them what to do. He says, go, go to find the disciples. The biggest miracle, the biggest shock. Jesus sends greetings? I don't think so. It's the kind of moment, and you wonder, why didn't he think more carefully about what he said? Well, you know, is this the first thing he's going to say after his resurrection? Greetings? I think actually, when we were talking a moment ago about what the word could be translated Cairo, I think actually it means rejoice. Some of the, uh, the commentaries that I read said rejoice. Greetings is a kind of hello of an oddball, isn't it? Greetings. But rejoice is a much more of a God type thing to say. Rejoice, I've risen from the dead. Rejoice, I've beaten death. Rejoice, I've overcome the world and the devil. And you can also use your booming voice, you know, for your booming God voice for rejoice. Whereas you have to use your high-pitched, slightly blackadder voice for greetings. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Jesus also tells them not to be afraid. When we read it, this story, we've all heard this story before probably. Um, we forget to be amazed. We know this story. Jesus rises from the dead. Heck, you know, that's, that could be a horror movie in itself, couldn't it? When someone rises from the dead. But in no horror movie ever, the person who rises from the dead is nice and loving and kind. And nor do they stay alive for very long after that. Jesus' rising from the dead is quite a shock to the people there, even if some of them were sort of expecting it. What about us? We, we expect it because we know it happened. But how do we maintain this sense of awe, this sense of surprise and joy, the overwhelming joy of Jesus' resurrection? Are we truly rejoicing with him today? Or are we treating it as another opportunity to eat some chocolate and have a bit of a party? How do we respond to his rising from the dead? Are we going to be like the women who clasped his feet and worshipped him? Where do we fit into this scene? So think about this in, in, your, in your own mind. Who are you in this tableau? Who do you, how do you fit into this story? Perhaps you might be shocked at the news of this man come back from the dead. So shocked that you, you faint. Perhaps you might be like the angel, sitting on the side of the tomb, just full of joy and shouting about it and telling people what's going on. Perhaps you're like the ladies, kind of, is it too much to be true? Perhaps you can see yourself standing with Jesus. Are you even in on this scene? Maybe you're a bystander who's watching, or maybe... You're someone who's a thousand miles away watching television who hasn't even noticed. Where do you fit within this? Where, what is your response to Jesus' resurrection today? Well, this shows us a scene, doesn't it, of total pandemonium. But somewhere in the midst of it all, Jesus says, rejoice. And those that are glad, worship at his feet.
That was a joke. So let's be people who rejoice. Let's just have a moment of silent prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for your resurrection. We thank you for your death on the cross to take away our sins. And we thank you, you rose to bring us with you to glory. And I pray that we can live our lives rejoicing from this day forth. In Jesus' name. Amen.